Hey folks, uh, Sarah here. Just wanted to pop in at the top to let you know that while our show is always not safe for work, this one is particularly uh, ribbled, I guess, in a way that we normally aren't. Um, it's not super duper far out there, but it's far enough that I wanted to pop in at the top and, you know, give you all a heads up. Anyways, uh, if that's not your kind of thing, maybe skip this one. Otherwise, hope you enjoy the episode. So what's up? I mean, not much. I'm chilling. It's hot because it's summer. I went to the beach yesterday. You, you went to the beach? Each? Yeah. Let's go get away? Um, I yeah. like pina coladas. Um, alright, we're... <laughs> Is this normally how you intro the podcast? What's that? Is this normally how you intro the podcast? Yeah, there's always like a like a, a cold open, and then we do the show. I see. Yeah, and we always reference Nicki Minaj and uh, whoever the fuck did the Pina Colada song. Okay, yeah. You know, you gotta. You gotta. Sorry about the background noise, by the way. It's too fucking hot for me to operate, for, do, for me to turn my AC off for an hour fucking toasty up in here yeah it's been it's been a real rough summer yeah and it's only been like 10 days <sighs> yeah buckle the fuck up we're, we're not even in the dog days yet i'm so glad i picked up this ac unit if i don't if i didn't have this thing i would probably just literally straight up fucking die yeah no i'm glad we got an ac unit too also i got one of those big boxes of uh freeze pops and that has been a lifesaver oh i gotta get me i gotta get my ass on some of those what are they called well, no what are they called? sarah sarah they go in your mouth what are they called in your neck of the woods are they just called freeze pops? Because I hear like I hear otter pops, I hear freezies, I hear a whole bunch of different things. I've only ever heard freeze pops because we don't get yeah, otter pops here. up here. We get flavor ice. Is otter pops just like a brand name version of the freezy ices? It is, yeah, or was at some point at least. Yeah. Okay. Well, I should get some of those when I go to the grocery today. I'm gonna get some of those when I go to the grocery today. Actually. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well. <laughs> You want to do podcast? Let's do podcast. The number one proto cabin in the woods podcast, fear baiting. I'm I'm Sarah, and Blair is not here because Blair is out of town for the weekend, and so I've rounded up. I've rounded up friend of the show, and uh, you haven't been on before, have you, Maxie? Nope, this is my first time. This might also be the first horror movie I've ever watched, depending on how you define it. Really, that's interesting. Yeah, I haven't. I've been meaning to get more into horror as a genre, but I just haven't gotten around to it really. Okay, yeah. As you can tell, I'm a little bit unmoored just because of. I mean, Blair is ninety percent of my impulse control. Mm-hmm. 
He doesn't do a very good job of it, but he does make me feel bad in the aftermath. Mm-hmm. He's more my impulse shamer. I think we've all shamed your impulses at times. That's neither here nor there. Um, so, yeah, uh, Maxie, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do, what you know about horror movies and your history with them. So, when I was a kid, uh, one time I had nightmares after watching a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. Which one I, was it? Do you remember? It was the one where Bart was trying to, like, raise Snowball or Santa's Little Helper from the dead, but he accidentally raised zombies, and I think that was the one. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, so that's that's one thing. I did keep watching Triassic of Horror after that. Uh, number two is that I saw the Return the Slab episode of Courage of the Cowardly Dog at 2 a.m. in a strange house halfway across the country for a family reunion. Oh, and that'll ne- fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, I never watched Courage the Cowardly Dog again after that. Uh, and the third thing is that I heard about the concept of the Nightmare on Elm Street films, and that just, like, fucked me up for, like, two years. Yeah, that the exact same happened to me. I didn't I didn't watch horror movies, like, at all until I, uh, kind of, I took, I, I'd watched, like, maybe five of them of all, uh, like, overall. Like, I watched, I watched this, I watched, uh, Dead Alive, I watched, uh, The Thing, and Cabin in the Woods, and maybe another one, but probably not. Like, that's all I watched, and then in my high school, my uh, senior year of college, I uh, was like, you know what, let's take a class on horror movies and really learn about them, and now I love horror movies. Mm-hmm. And I have not stopped screaming since. I'm still screaming right now. You're just doing it very quietly. When you hear about the joke, when you hear about the joke of horror movies, it's scary, you will be, I, when I when I whisper to my lover the, the secret of horror movies, scary... She wept for seven years, and then I wept for seven years, and then stopped. <laughs> I can't get that fucking video out of my head. It's just, it's glued in there. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, let's talk about some upcoming gay and horror movie news. Pride Month's over, but now it's time for Gay Wrath Month. Hell yeah! I got my spear, <laughs> I got my boxing gloves, I got how do my- you, how, do you, how do you podcast with boxing gloves? God, this is a- this, I am making this a train wreck of a podcast- and I'm very sorry. No, no, sorry, I didn't... What was the question? I asked, how do you podcast with boxing gloves? Well, Abdi, the trick is, you really gotta just get in there, get in the paint, uh, and deleting this audio. Bang! <laughs> uh, I can't see anything about upcoming uh, that upcoming horror movies is talking about that's actually interesting. There's a movie coming out called Tigers Are Not Afraid, which is untrue, which is untrue because I am very afraid twenty four seven. But I don't know. This looks interesting. I'll watch it. It's got tigers in the title. I'll you know watch what anything I've been thinking about. about. I've been thinking about what? that movie, A Cure for Wellness, mainly because I found out recently. Sorry, what movie? What movie? A Cure for Wellness. I think it came out a year or two ago. Yes, with. Uh, uh, Dane DeHaan. Yes, that's the one. And mainly I've been thinking about that because the other day I learned that apparently one wellness trend is just fucking downing some apple cider vinegar. Yeah, that's a thing. Just, like, knock it back like it's fucking vodka or something. Sure. That's a thing. Yeah, that's a, that's some snake oil shit. It's, uh, it's... I don't get it. You know, sometimes you just gotta... 
Sometimes you just gotta turn up. Sometimes you just gotta upturn a bottle of apple cider vinegar down your throat. Mm-hmm. Just open, just open your mouth wide and just chug. Yeah, and if you you know puke or if your throat melts, that's just the risk you take. That, no, that that means it's working. You want to talk about a movie? Yeah, sure. Let's talk about a movie. God, I'm sorry. This is a bad episode, and I am not no, doing a good no, job. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. Episode good. Ugh. You got to do the secret. You got. Do you think the episode is good? People will love it. All right. All right. Okay. So this week we watched Evil Dead, the Evil Dead, the 1981 one, not the 2013 one. The one with Mister Groovy himself, Bruce Campbell. And just, he has had that chin forever, hasn't he? Just like the chin, you can just like, you could just like carve a turkey with that chin. It's a big chin. It's a big chin, it's a sharp chin. A very strong jawline on that boy. So we open with uh, five friends, uh, Ash, and four other characters. Oh, there's Scotty. Uh, there's... Linda? Sh- I think Ash's girlfriend. Cheryl? Yeah, Cheryl's the artist. And Shelly. Shelly's Scott's girlfriend, right? Yes, okay. and then Cheryl is Ash's sister. I really think they should have gone with two. Not should they should not have gone with two names to start with. Shh. It's a little confusing. There's Cheryl and there's Shelly, and then there's Ash. I mean, in fairness, they say about two of those names more in more than one scene in the entire fucking film. I mean, fair, but it's still it's still confusing. Yeah. Most of my notes just say like. Artist girl, Ash's girlfriend? Question mark and so on. Yeah, we uh, we were both a little bit, a little bit messed up when we watched this movie last night. So forgive me if my memory is a little bit spotty about this movie. I'm just going off the Wikipedia uh, refer- for reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they go to they're going out to a, a cabin in the woods in Tennessee. Then they got uh, real cheap. Yeah, they got it for real cheap, and they've never seen it, and they fucking almost hit a car. Because Scott's a bad driver, and also Ash's car is... Why isn't Ash driving his own damn car? Because Ash is reading the map. Hey, remember, like, paper maps? Can Scotty not read maps? I don't think Scott can read it all. <laughs> He's too busy doing the worm. I, okay, I'm gonna need you to explain this reference immediately because I know you're going Scotty to keep too making hot. it. I can't. You didn't ask me to explain it last night. Surprisingly, Scotty Too Hottie was an added was was a is a wrestler. He still wrestles. His big his big time to shine was during the Attitude Era when his finishing move was he would do a weird dance and then do the he, no he would do the worm and then stomp around while the audience shouted while the audience spelled worm W O R M and then he would jump down and pin someone. That doesn't really part, seem like a finishing move. That seems it, was his fin- it was his finishing move. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> now, I'm pretty sure you did call Scott on at least one occasion Scotty Too Potty. So that yeah. sort of confounded the issue. Yeah, that's his, that's his, that's his nickname because he sucks. <laughs> he does suck. Anyway, I, I don't know. Ash, maybe Ash didn't want to drive. I mean... Maybe oh, he drove yeah. halfway there and they switched maybe he off. Drove, maybe he drove his half, yeah. Okay, that's fine. But they almost hit a truck, but then they don't. I, I expected this truck to, like, matter more, because it just sort of shows up, and then it never happens again, even though it has, like, Lazy Mary written on it. And I thought, like, oh, is this going to be, like, somebody's truck? Yeah, it's Lazy Mary's. 
It's the cousin to, um... Large oh, Marge? Thank you, thank you. You knew exactly what I was talking about. Um, or, or, or it's the, uh, or it's like the, the second cousin, <clears throat> second cousin twice removed to like a lazy Susan. We're just getting into wordplay here because that's all this podcast is now, I guess. So, I will say, what they've already started doing when the movie starts, although it does confuse things a little bit, I feel like, but what they start doing very early on is they do this POV cam. Yeah. And that's not something I really see a lot, especially not as much as this movie does it. it no, and it's a, it's a hallmark of this franchise, too. Yeah. Like, all the Evil Dead, I, I think, at least, I, I know it happens in Evil Dead 2, and I think it happens in in Army of Darkness, but I haven't seen that one. Uh, so, I, I, like, it's just, it's just a thing that they do. The, the point of view camera, it ma- encompasses a lot of shots. But, um, so they get to the cabin, and there's, it, there's some fucked up shit happening in this cabin. Sh- Cheryl, Cheryl, is, Cheryl gets a bad deal, because she's, she, she's a clock stop, she hears someone say, join us, join us, and then she finds a book. And she she draws a picture of a book without meaning to. And this hey this picture I realize that like her hand is possessed and it's a contour drawing, still kind of a shitty picture. <laughs> Listen, this demon does not have a photographic memory. It has like a face. It has like a face on it or something. You you'll know it when you see it. Join <laughs> us. I'm sorry, I went to... I, I did not go to art school! Is this not good enough for you? I've been too busy fighting He-Man! <laughs> I've been too busy fighting He-Man to learn how to draw a book! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, stupid podcast. But, um, like, it, it doesn't really... It doesn't really start slow, this movie. Like, it, you know, it has a couple, like, oh, the porch chair is rocking. But, like, as soon as they get in, like, this stuff is... Yeah. This stuff is straight up haunting Cheryl. And, like, rattling shit and clocks going off at the wrong time. It's just, you know. Yeah. And then they find this book with a face on it. The the Naturan de Manto. Well, they, they don't find it immediately. Because they, ha- they have to go down into the cellar first. Yeah. Uh, and I will say, I, I like this line, this little exchange. Somebody says, whatever's making these rattling noises and, like, knocking the trap doors open, they're like, it's bound to be just some animal. And then Scott's like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Come on. <laughs> it is a good line. Yeah, this movie is, this movie isn't a horror comedy, but there is, like, some jokey-jokey pokey fun. Like uh, That's the thing. People talk about how, like, the comedy elements were introduced later on, but this movie is really funny in some places. It really is. And then it's really nasty in some places. Like, I have a pretty strong stomach. This movie was turning it a little bit. Yeah, it's very gory and uh, very rough in places. Yeah. Hey, I have a question. What's up? So when they go down to the basement and eventually, like, find the workbench with the, the shotgun, the skull knife, the Necronomicon, what did we ever figure out what, like, the, those meats or eraserhead babies or whatever were? They were just eraserhead babies. That's all they were. Just for ambiance? Dave, no, David Lynch just needed somewhere to store them and, uh, fucking, fucking, Sam oh my Raimi. god, like, Sam Raimi. And Sam Raimi was like, here, I got you, man. This, I, you know, I never realized this movie was made on a, a pretty small budget. Yeah? 
Three fifty thousand. Not like not like indie movie small, but like that's pretty small, especially considering its box office return was like thirty mil. Damn, for real? Yeah, and this is this is uh, this is nineteen eighty one money. Yeah, I do, I do know. I've seen like notes on the camera rigs they did for like the you know the POV shaky cam and the thing where they slide between window and window, and a lot of it is just like we taped this camera to a board. We got we got Vaseline here, and we're just sliding it along. Oh, just lube up that camera slide. Yep. Oh, we got a retake. We ran out of camera lube. <laughs> Never say to me the words camera lube. Uh. So what happened? They go into the basement, they find the book, and they listen to the tape. Mm-hmm. Where the the archaeologist who owned the book is like, this book says this, and then says it, a bunch of shit in it's, Latin. Like, it's a bunch of demonic rituals, and rituals for, like, reincar- re- resurrecting the dead, so I'm just gonna read all these incantations. I mean, I, I said this before, of course he would. I, I said mean, this yeah. last night, of course he would, he's a scientist, he doesn't believe in any of this, real Edward Elric ass motherfucker. Okay, but Don't here's want- the thing. No one will be more. No one will be more eager to read and disprove the the uh, validity of resurrection texts than scientists. Listen, I'm not saying you're wrong. What I am saying is that later on that same tape, he's like, "Yeah, so it turns out that my wife got possessed and I had to decapitate her. It was a whole thing. But I'm just gonna leave this tape around in this house. I'm sure." You know, you know, it's a good balance of useless archival, because I don't think anyone will ever find it, and something that's actively incredibly dangerous if anyone does ever find it. You got a point. You got a point. You think he would go back and just destroy the damn thing? Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, add a point to the Cinema Sins counter. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> I'm gonna put that sound effect in right here. All right. Well, we've 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 reached our sin quota for the episode. So, well, I have good news for you. We're definitely going to go above quota. <laughs> um. So yeah, they go into the basement, and Cheryl is like fucked up about all this, and she goes into her room, and Ash gives Linda a silver necklace that he found. I guess. I thought he already had that. I thought, like, he brought it with them. Oh, yeah, no, he did. He did. He did and bring it with her. And there's a the weird scene. The way he gives it to scene. her, it's a really weird scene. He's, like, pretending to be asleep, and she, like, steals it from him for him to give it to her, and they have a little banter about it. Like, it's sweet, but I also don't get it. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, there's a bad scene here. Where Cheryl gets assaulted by a tree. Yeah, so Cheryl, like, hears voices again, and she's like, well, there's definitely, like, monsters and demons going on here, so I'm just gonna wander out into the woods and find who's calling my name. Uh, And then, yeah, she, like, a bunch of branches and roots and shit just whip out and, like, bondage her. Yeah, and sexually assault her. It's rough. It sucks. A capital S sucks. You, you do need to, uh, say the thing, the, the joke you made, though, about those vines. Um, was the joke that Sam Raimi was inspired by watching hentai? That was one of them. I was thinking more like Thorny on Main. Oh, more like Thorny on Main. And then I think we talked about a, tr- uh, a, a, t- a tree in a Mega Milk t-shirt with huge tits. That or something sounds, to that effect. That does sound familiar. 
I hate it, but it sounds familiar. I want, like, a Mega Milk shirt with, like, fake big tits drawn on it. And that's just the Opie shirt from, uh, One Punch Man. I haven't seen that shirt. Hang on. Anyways, um, the the true platonic ideal of all human beings is to get is to get a mega milk shirt. It is human nature to desire infinite mega milk. <laughs> so she manages to break free of the vines after a bit, but then we go to the POV cam and something is in the woods and chasing her, and we get like a chase scene. Yeah, yeah, and then she begs. Um, she begs Ash to, like, uh, take her back to town, and they, she's like, okay, fine, and they drive to the bridge, and the bridge is out. The bridge that they got almost got their car stuck in earlier, which... Oh, yeah, we did forget to mention that, where they were going over the bridge, and he was like, ah, it's fine, just an old bridge, and then you see, like, planks actively falling out. Yeah, and the wheel falls through, and thank God for front-wheel drive. Yeah. Are cars today front-wheel drive or back-wheel, rear-wheel drive? most are, aren't we... <sighs> I thought most were four-wheel drive now. I mean, some, but not all. I actually don't know what mine is. I think it's front wheel. Hmm. I don't know. It's It was it was one at some point, and then at the other point, it, uh, it uh, became the other. So that was a sentence. <laughs> um, so Cheryl gets fucked up by the entity. She gets, like, possessed and shit. And her face immediately, like, deteriorates as though she had been, like, a corpse for about a week and a half before she was resuscitated. Well, it, it takes a moment first, because, uh... Hang on. Oh, there's a really good scene, because, um, uh, Linda and Shelly... They're testing Shelley, out Linda's ESP. Yeah, and, uh, Shelly is, like, blatantly lying to Linda and being like, Oh shit, you guessed it right, again! And she's like, uh, Seven of Diamonds, and, you know... It's like the Eight of Hearts, yeah. Yeah, and she never shows her. But then, um, Cheryl just starts rattling off the actual cards in the order that they are in the deck, and then she turns around and her head is like... It looks like she has, like, a... Uh, uh, have you seen Tucker and Dale vs. Evil? No, but I've heard about it. Okay. There's a scene in Tucker and Dale vs. Evil where a dude gets, like, a wooden plank through his forehead. Ugh. Or, like, a wooden plank affixed to his forehead thanks to some nails. It kind of just looks like that on her forehead, but smaller. Yeah, I can kind of see it. So, fucking... So she starts flipping out on them, and she eventually collapses to the ground, and... I think Linda's the one who's like, Ash, I'm scared. What's wrong with her? And I'm like, you you listen to the tape. You know what's wrong with her. It was yeah, very but, explicit. But, like, to be fair, that's, like, a really... To come to that conclusion off of... I mean, like, it's wild what's happening, but, like, in the moment, so pumped up on adrenaline, you're not thinking about that weird no, tape. No, no, listen, in I'm the, sorry. If we, if we listen to a mysterious tape we found in the cellar... And it first recited incantations from the Book of the Dead, and then was all, yeah, so my wife got possessed after I read those incantations. I feel like you could fucking put two and two together on this. True, but I'm very stupid, to be fair. So, so Ash goes up to Cheryl's unconscious body, uh, and you see the scene of like her dead, fucked up hand grabbing a pencil, and then she just goes to fucking town. She's, like, tossing dudes across the room, she's stabbing mm -hmm. people's Achilles tendons. 
Yeah, she she like she like pencils someone through the Achilles tendon like multiple times, and we see it like wiggling around like a nurse trying to find a vein in someone's arm. Ugh. And it's nasty to look at. Also, this is the first time Ash ends up pinned under a bookcase in this one. I feel like this happens maybe three times. That he it does what again? At least two times, Ash gets pinned beneath a bookcase. I mean, center of gravity. I'm just saying, like, between this and between the thorns and between the bridge, it feels like the single greatest weapon of the Deadites is, like, lumber. Lumber, yeah, lumber and pinning, yeah, lumber. It's lumber. You're right. The Deadites, the Deadites are woodbenders. <laughs> and that, that does go both ways. They can also manipulate erections. Ugh. <laughs> Bad post. <laughs> Sorry. The deadites bend your dick into a pretzel for being too horny for, uh, at them. Uh, <laughs> it's punishment. This is punishment for me being on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, God. Okay. So what what happens next? Where did we leave off? Oh yeah, Ash gets pinned and they they get Cheryl into the cellar where she just spends the next thirty minutes like screaming. Yeah, she just heckles them a bunch like, "Oh, yeah, you're gonna good. be dead!" And then who'll bury you? It's it, pretty it, good. It actually is really good that like Cheryl is not a threat for most of this movie, but she's constantly there and like it does help add to the atmosphere of just this movie doesn't really feel frightening for most of it. It feels more stressful. Yeah, that's fair. I'm very stressed while watching... The- I'm very stressed all the time, but I'm very stressed watching this movie. Yeah. Oh, God. I am... I'm very stressed in my day-to-day life, and I'm getting a massage as soon as I can afford it. Yeah? I'm going to pay some stranger 50 bucks to beat the shit out of my back. It's going to be nice. I get really nervous whenever you go quiet like that because I feel like you're no, cooking I up just, some horny statement. No, in this case, I don't actually have much to say. I mean, I took a massage class once, and it was actually no. Let me tell you a story about this massage class. This sure. massage class in college, which I took partly for a health and fitness credit that where I wouldn't have to actually do any exercise, and partly because I had my first girlfriend at the time, and I was like, oh, this is a nice thing I can do for. Her. Um, one class. We did uh, listen to, like, a guided meditation tape, and the whole time I was sitting there, I was just like, oh, no. Oh, no. This is just like that horny thing. Maxie. Listen. <laughs> I have to leave this in. I can't cut that. I know. It's, it's, it's a story. I was going to say oh it's a good God. story, but, no, it's not. Ugh. Only you would get distracted by hypnosis in a fucking massage class. Listen, it's not my fucking fault, alright? I went there to, like, ru- like rub people's shoulders in a platonic way and be like, here's how you do that good. I didn't, that's, that is not what I sagged on for, alright? Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure, Maxie. <laughs> Listen, I have to get my... I have to get my licks in somewhere, because otherwise I just I'm just letting you fucking run the show on me. <laughs> this is gonna be an unpublishable episode, by the way. This is gonna be our lost episode. No, just publish it with like fifteen content warnings. Yeah. 
<laughs> see, double, see, content warning. Horny. Content, content warning. Maxi. <laughs> and if you know Maxi, you know what that entails. Oh, shit. Now I have to make a call Fifi joke, don't I? Oh. <laughs> hey, people listen to the other podcast you're on. They know what to expect. Yeah, yeah, they do. And I'm not going to yell at you like Luke, Molly, and Ashley Ashley did. Okay, in fairness, I did deserve that. And it was very funny also. Hey, listen to Totally Reprise. Yeah, Totally Reprise is a good podcast. But, like, I feel like that was the one episode of podcast I've ever heard with you on it that did not go horny. Because I remember the last time you were on, which was the the Brain Drain episode, you just talked about hypnosis for, like, 15 minutes at the start of the episode. listen, in fairness. They cut a lot of that. In fairness, that's unavoidable with that podcast, alright? You can hardly blame me. You know what? You got a point. I'm just hold on, I just need to make a tweet. Oh god. Is unpublishable and deserves to be a lost episode. This is not your fault. This is not this is absolutely my fault. Ugh. Hey, I, you know what would be a good name for a totally reprise episode or totally spies episode is Evil Dead Much. That's pretty good. I like that. Hey, hey, you you want the good you want the good latte you want a good latte but I you don't, need the bad. I don't coffee. actually get that joke. Oh, good latte is a bill in Congress right now about immigration. Oh, yeah. Why is it called that? I don't know. I think it's someone's name is Good Latte. That is a weird name to have. It is. You ever think about the fact that people have the name like? Clinkenbeard? Because I encountered that name once, and ever since then I've been like, what, are they a fucking gnome? Clinkenbeard is, like, someone who just jerks off to steampunk all day. Like, they make their bride get married in, like, something covered in gears. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> so what happens in this movie? So Cheryl goes wild and gets trapped in the basement, and then Shelly gets possessed as well, and uh, Scotty has to fucking chop her up like an, with an axe. Yeah, but they, they, they should they should be t- they should be taking the Simon's quest for uh, the Simon's quest route and not like just burying her in a singular bag. I'm saying bury her, like tie her up in a bunch of separate bags and spread them out, spread I, them apart. I feel like she's pretty clearly like dead, dead after they dismember her. I think it's fine. Yeah, I'd I'd still be worried. I, I will say before Scott has the fight with Dead Eye Shelley, he just. <laughs> He repeatedly looks behind curtains for her and doesn't find anything. Oh, yeah, also, the, the Shelly fight is the second time that Ash ends up under a bookcase, and I joked that that's why he replaces his hand with a chainsaw later. Yeah. So, the skull knife that they found in the workshop comes back, because there's, like, a weird little sword fight between Scott and Shelly, uh, and they find out during this fight that the skull knife fucks up the Deadites real bad. It makes them, like, steam and writhe and eventually temporarily stop moving. Um, so yeah, they, they use the skull knife to beat her, and then they chop her apart with the axe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, uh, Linda is also gets fucked up. Yeah, right? Linda, like, has a busted leg, so basically after Shelly is dead and Cheryl is in the basement still possessed, Scott is like, fuck this, I'm out of here, I'm going back to town. Ash is like, hey, we would be abandoning my girlfriend, and also we don't know how to get back to town. And Scott's just like, mm, well, I'm just going to leave anyway with no kind of weapon in hand, because I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm just looking at the Wikipedia article, by the way, and um, 
not to be like the Wikipedia article typo spotter, but the sentence is very funny to me. When Ash, when he goes back upstairs, Scott is revived as a possessed and attacks the boy. <laughs> I remember reading bad Wikipedia articles for like big movie releases way back in like the the mid the mid aughts. Mm-hmm. God, that was a weird time for the online was weird. Online is weird now. Online was weird then. Yeah, online is terminally weird. Yeah, we're really what we really need to do. You and I, of all people, is really fight back, make online a little less weird. I think we're the most qualified people to do that. Absolutely. Fucking absolutely. <laughs> you and I are more qualified than anyone else to turn online not weird. There is a specter of weird haunting haunting online. I don't know anything else about the Yeah, no, I don't know that. It. I don't know that uh, essay or whatever. The book the 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 booklet. So I just saw Waluigi on Twitter. Sure was his dick out? His dick was not out, unfortunately. The way you said the way you said that made me think his dick was out. So what why did you bring it, what's up with Waluigi on Twitter? What if Okay. Waluevil Dead. Alright. Everybody possessed but Waluigi. <laughs> Why not just Louisville Dead? Luigi's not evil. I guess Luigi had spiked ghosts before, though, so. Yeah. Luigi's got more experience than Waluigi does. All Waluigi does is, like, do sports. Okay, but realistically. Which and one party. of them? Which one of them would be more willing to hit somebody with an axe? I think Waluigi would talk a big game, but I think Luigi would probably be able to step up at the time if it if it became necessary. Hmm. He'd be scared out of his mind while doing it, but he would still do it, handshaking and everything. Yeah, that's fair. Waluigi is Waluigi is strong and powerful in my and my friend, and he is real. He is real, is a thing. Yes, Waluigi. Sorry, Luigi is very real. Waluigi is not real, nor has he ever been. Anyways, so uh, Scott is also possessed, because everyone is possessed now. Well, Scott isn't possessed yet. He's just dead for a while. Ash goes... Oh, yeah, 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 that's right, that's right, that's right. Um, so uh, Ash goes to check on Linda's wound, and does this cool thing where, like, it's a small wound, but then, like, spider webs up her leg, and then she leaps up. She doesn't really try to kill anybody for a while. She's just, like, singing no, she's, nursery she's rhymes not, and laughing. She's not great at being a deadite. She pretends to be, uh, she, like, manages to make herself look not dead for a little while, which is fucked up. Yeah, and then so does, so does Cheryl. She's like, it's your sister, Cheryl. I'm fine now. Let me out of the basement. Uh, and then he approaches and considers it, because Ash is a goddamn moron in this movie. Uh, and, yeah, uh, she tries to strangle him. She, like, bursts her hands through the floorboards and tries to strangle him. Sher, 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 which one is it? God, Cheryl. Sher, Cheryl busting dead. through. Cheryl busting through. <laughs> Deadite voice. What if they were gray? <laughs> uh, hey, who killed Scotty? Black. What's that? Who killed Scotty? <laughs> hey, hey, Ash, Ash, look at me. Ash, look at me. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from skull knives. Some garbage is okay. <laughs> Look at my suit. 
Ash, Ash, Evil Dead, <laughs> Attorney at Law. No, Ash, I'm fine. I'm not, I'm not possessed anymore. I'm fine. Let me out of the basement. I don't trust like that. <laughs> this is just gonna be the whole rest of the episode. It really is. <laughs> I'm gonna start a new band. It's called uh, It's called uh, Kuwait Dead. <laughs> what I do? You play Bone. Okay. <laughs> I think we've had a rich comedy vein, finally, 40 minutes into this podcast. Whoo! Alright, let's re- let's finish this up, because I am losing this thread very okay. quickly. Yeah, so Scott's dying, and Ash is, like, trying to soothe him with comforting half-truths. He's gonna, like, we're gonna go home together, and he just pours water on his face, like, you'll drink it, right? And Scott's super dead. Uh, Linda then actually attacks with the skull knife thing, uh, but Ash... It's actually really cool. Ash, like, manages to wrestle her into a position where the blade is at her back, and then he shoves her down. Yeah. And, like, it impales her against the floor. And then... Fucking... Oh, my God. Like, I know this is the first movie. He's not, like, used to it yet, but, like... Oh, my God. Ash... He's just a baby in this one. He's just a baby with a jaw that could cut through molten... That could cut through steel. Yeah. So... He's just a baby... He's just a baby... He's just a baby with a jaw so strong that if you grabbed him by the feet and strapped 20 vibrators to him, you could use him as a jackhammer. Jesus Christ, (laughs) that's a specific image. (laughs) So, So he, like, takes... Uh, Linda's presently dead corpse and like he changed it to this work table and he gets a chainsaw and he starts revving it up and then he sees the necklace he got her and he's like oh I can't do it I can't dismember my girlfriend I'm such a weenie Uh, so he tries to bury her in one piece instead which great idea sure and then and then he he says I've hid all of my sister in one piece in the grand line, and then he makes. Dreaming, makes... don't give it up, Ashley. Dreaming, don't give it up, Scotty. Dreaming, don't give it up, Linda. <laughs> give it up, give it up, give it up, give it yo. Here's how the story goes: They find out oh treasure in the grand line. There's no doubt. Well, I was thinking they find used... out about like an evil book, but that works. King, King of the Deadites. He's gonna be king. <laughs> His arm and chainsaw. Suck. How did that happen? Yo, 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 he got his arm chopped off. <laughs> this is the worst thing I've ever been on. I'm, this I'm is so categorically stupid. Okay, so we do get like this cool scene where like it goes between these three shots for a little bit, basically, which is Linda keeps opening her eyes and closing them again because Ash keeps like, is she dead? Is she like dead dead? And checking back and her eyes are closed again. And Cheryl is banging at the door uh, trying real hard to break the chain of the cellar door, I mean. Um, So Ash buries Linda and then he's like, oh, the necklace on the ground. I'm just going to grab it. It's fine. She's buried. It's fine. She, it's fine. Listen, he buried her. What's going to happen? What's the worst that can happen? What, is she gonna burst through this still loose dirt and start, like, attacking and trying to strangle him? Like, she's done basically already, like, three times? No. Don't be ridiculous. She's buried. It's fine. She's buried. It's fine. 
but thankfully, there's like a big old piece of lumber, which I think is maybe from the bridge, or maybe it's one of the little tombstones they made. Uh, so he's able to fight back for a bit. And he cuts her head off with a shovel. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't really And she still to... tries to fuck him. Yeah, he doesn't really seem to do it on purpose. He just has the shovel, and he's like, yeah. And he does it hard enough to knock her head off. And then, yeah, her, her like, headless body does straddle him and, like, spurt blood up in his face. And just, like... It's... Unpleasant. It's... It's fun-pleasant. It is fun-pleasant. Uh, so, is this when he goes into the basement and the pipe bleeds on him? Yeah, so he comes back to the cabin, and he's like, oh, fuck, the cellar door's open, where is she? And for whatever reason, she's outside. Uh, he manages to blast her with the shotgun, uh, and then he's like, okay, I gotta close the door. So he closes the front door, and then he's like, fuck, there's a back door. So he closes that, too. Um, I guess the Deadites can't... They're like the opposite of Velociraptors. They just can't use doors anymore. Um, I've actually never seen Jurassic Park, so I don't get that reference. Fuck, we should watch Jurassic Park for this sometime. It's not really a horror movie, but you know. I mean, neither is Donnie Darko. We can bend the rules sometimes. So, I'll have to have you back on when, like, the the person who's who can keep who can keep this stupid show grounded is here. Believe you me, I'll just drag him down with us. So we will we will bring him down into the muck with us. So Ash closes the doors and he's like, "Okay, I need the rest of the shotgun shells. Where the fuck are they? Oh, they're still in the basement." So he heads down there, and yeah, the pipe that was dripping earlier now has, like, bloody bandages tied around it, and obviously the thing bursts, and it gets covered in blood even more. Yeah, there was a lot of blood in this pipe. Yeah, and then blood also starts coming from, like, all the electrical sockets. We just yeah. go, like, we just go into, like, poltergeist territory now. Like, the record player starts playing some jazz. Uh, a movie projector turns on. Ash starts hearing voice clips from earlier. Yeah. I wasn't oh. really sure what that part was about. You know. Oh, you know. You know. I'm not sure I know. Yeah, me neither. So, yeah, and, you know, he gets the shotgun shells, and then, like, shit goes even more wild. The projector overloads, a light bulb explodes, the record player slows to a stop. He goes back to the ground floor, and the clock is now running backwards. Um, and does this cool thing, which is, like, it's an upside-down shot, and then just, like, this swivel pan around, and then it's right-side up. Yeah. It's good as hell. I love shots like that. There's one like that in uh, Hereditary, which is extremely good. You so, seen Hereditary? I don't think I have, no. You should. So, it's that new one. That new shit. That new shit. That hot new shit. That new scary-ass movie. Oh, Scary Movie 5? Yeah, it picks up. Scary Movie 6 with the with Dane Cook? Is there a Scary Movie 6? No, I'm I'm joking. That that's what hereditary is. That's the it's a very funny joke that I just made. You just you just terrified me that there was a scary movie six. There was a scary movie five. Great, almost as good as the first four, I bet. Yeah, Ashley Tisdale was in that. I, I will say. This the, oh, okay, I, I went to the Wikipedia page for Scary Movie 5, and the opening line of the plot is, Charlie Sheen and Lindsay Lohan get together to make a sex tape. 2013 was wild. That was 2013? Yeah. Ugh. So, th this scene is mostly pretty tense. He's just, he's basically just waiting for shit to pop off, because he knows there's at least one more thing outside that wants to kill and possess him. And he knows that Cheryl is somewhere around there. 
but he's just sort of waiting. There is a point where he, like, I guess tries to wash his hands of blood in, like, a barrel of water, and then it doesn't come off, and he, like, is, whoa! And it's, like, that's pretty minor compared to most of what's been going on, I feel like. Yeah, but it's still freaky. Yeah. It's just, like, it's, it's just, like, it's a very minute detail of the world not working in a way that you are just, like, conditioned for it to work. Like, a lot of the other stuff is, like, so grandiose, like, the idea of, like, the dead coming back to life, like, that's just a lot to internalize at once, but, like, something not coming off your hands is just, like, it's very weird in a moment. I understand it. Yeah, that's fair. Plus, you could be like, fuck, are my hands like this forever? Am I just Red Hands McDickhead now? It's, it's like bright, when you... It's like bright, when you... Oh, I, Maxie, give me permission to say this joke and then cut it. Please just tell joke. me I should say it. Say the joke. If you've got the Red Hands... Then you can just finger women at any time of the month. It doesn't fucking matter. No, you're not cutting that. You have to, like, pay for your crimes now. Oh, fuck you, Maxie. <laughs> Let me cut it. That was so bad. <laughs> fuck. Ugh. Okay, I'll leave it into a tone. God, so, so, please let's just let's just end this. He goes upstairs, uh, yeah, and Scott's okay. alive. Uh, Scott's revived and attacks yeah, Scott's the boy. Revived and like he, he has this moment where he like holds the pendant to steady himself, and then like Dead Eye Cheryl like bursts around through the door, and then Scott is like coming after him. Uh, Cheryl manages to like batter the door down. Scott raises him by the neck, like choking, like a choke raise, not a choke hold, because that's not what a choke hold is. But you know what I mean. Like when you're yeah the thing where you're choking somebody, a, you just lift them. Yeah, the cho- a chokehold, a forced choke, but without the distance. Yeah, uh, a forceless choke. So Ash gouges the dude's eyes out. It like does the thumb thing, which ugh, it's real bad. I think that's I think of all the scenes in this movie, that's the one I hated watching the most. Yeah, it was just, like, five minutes of blood and gut and pus exploding everywhere. Yeah, so then he slashes his stomach with the knife, and, like, after all this has gone down, he realizes that the Necronomicon is, like, right by the fireplace, which is still raging. So he knows what he has to do, and he is, like, desperately trying to get at it. Um, Scott is, like, grabbing and gnawing at his leg to stop him from crawling forward, uh, and Cheryl's just beating the shit out of him with a fireplace poker. Yeah. So what Ash eventually manages to do is he manages to, like, wrangle the book towards him by using the pendant as kind of a grappling hook. Uh, And then he tosses it into the flames. And then you get this really cool scene. It's not realistic at all. It's, like, some very Harryhausen stop-motion shit. And it's a little bit corny, but also it looks really fucking cool. It looks cool cool as shit. Uh, Cheryl and Scott basically start falling apart and rapidly decaying. Um... And then it seems like they're dead for a second, and then just a bunch of demonic hands burst forth from their torsos. Uh, and yeah. Gore flies everywhere, and then they're dead for real, and they, like, dissolve into juice. And then he goes outside, and it's a brand new day, and all of his all of his friends are dead. And then he... POV cam again, and it... POV cam, and he screams, and cabin. that's the movie. Yeah, yeah, it rushes that's... the cabin, busts down both doors, rushes Ash, yeah. 
And then you get the credits and the jazz is back. It's like... Are you just wondering how long I am going to keep dancing like this? Because if you don't cut me off, then I will keep doing it. But Please cut most of this out, Sarah. I'm floundering. I don't All know right, what. You can stop, stop, stop. <laughs> you are a cartoon character. Um, if by cartoon you mean one of those sexy animes that are marked 18 plus and you can only get them through the banner ad on the website, it's like, hey, check out these hot anime babes. What are you saying? <laughs> so that's the movie. Maxi, Mac, Maxi, what is your full name? Because I feel the need to call you it right now. Like, what is My your li- full first name? Maxine. Maxine. Maxine, you have to stop. <laughs> or at least slow down. <laughs> eh? Okay. Oh, hey, I have 69 notifications on Tumblr. Nice. Uh, questions. This one from at what is cosplay. Is it groovy? I'll give it a yes. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty groovy flick. Yeah. Um, at Vivzibun, sorry. Does Ash need another prosthetic hand? Well, not Two yet. prosthetic hands means twice the love. Oh. Well, right now he doesn't have any prosthetic hands. That comes in... I forget whether it's the end of two or the opening of one, of three, but he doesn't have that yet. Okay, um, at hey underscore underscore what's up, Michael, wants to know, 78 Oldsmobile Delta Royale is good car, send tweet wish. Yeah, I like how it's all fucking like banana yellow too. It's a good car. It's a good car. And lastly, uh, anti-Cathera Cleo. Sorry about butchering that. Cleomancer wants to know, if you had to remove your hand, what object would you replace it with? Well, you should just get ready to edit this out immediately. <laughs> okay, Maxi. So, I just cut out the five times that you said a sex toy or some variety. So let's give this the sixth try. Let's give this sixth attempt a go. <laughs> Uh, okay, I just cut out the last 18 tries. Can we get a non-horny take of this one? So, you know those, um, those little grabby hand toy things? Oh, like the, the, extend, the extendo ones? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, things that would be, like, like, super convenient to have just as, like... A chainsaw's a good option. Yeah, but you gotta fuel the chainsaw. You got a point. Gas is expensive in this in this economy. I feel like, uh... Well, no, a hammer would be a bad idea, because I feel like you would use the hammer, and it's like, yeah, I can hit things so hard, and then you'd, like, break your bone or something, your arm bone, and it would be like, oh, yeah, I still, the rest of me is still meat. Yeah. It'd be like a whisk. <laughs> a whisk? <laughs> It'd be generally useful. I never you, have a whisk when I would need be, one. You'd either have way too small a hand or way too big a whisk. <laughs> not a problem with Donald Trump in the, in the lead. Small hands are not a, not a worry. 
Do you get it? I don't know. Could you explain it to me? Because Donald Trump has small hands. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And he's the president, so that means that if you have small hands, you won't be discriminated against. God, he really is the... Hey, that's the real horror story. Am I right, listeners? (laughs) Nice. I I wish Uh, I could gouge my eyes out like Scott gets his so that I didn't have to see his dumb fucking orange face and his bad toupee. Nyuck, nyuck, nyuck. And what if I had, like, what if I just replaced my my hand with a bong? Huh. You would always would have make, one available. We'd make getting hired kind of a, kind of a bear. <laughs> but, like, I'd be, the, I'd be like a big hit at parties. Get it? A big hit at parties? Don't hit people with a bong. A big hit? Don't hit people with it. It'll like shatter. of weed? Oh, okay. And also, you could smash someone's. You could in dire scenarios, you could break it like a. Oh wait, like wait, wait! A, no, like I, I, I know, I know. So hey, it's always nice to have a snack on hand, right? Especially if you're like higher drunk. But really, just if you're hungry, hey, maybe you went out for a little run, or maybe you just need something real refreshing on a hot day like this. You know, it's always good for that pickles. I turned my hand into a pickle jar, Morty. I'm pickle. I'm pickle Maxi. Hang on. All right, Maxie, I think just go nuts from here on out. Hang on. This this episode is never making it to air, so just go nuts from here on out. Okay. You could could slap your ass against the microphone, and, like, I would just be like, okay, this isn't making it to air. Oh, man, I can't make myself burp. I I don't have it in me right now. And that's the end of our show. Well, we have to do... We have to do, uh... We have to do fucking recommendations. Okay. My recommendation this week is a webcomic I read today called My Dragon Girlfriend. It's really cute. It is it's so about, cute. It's about a human girl who stumbles into a relationship with a really cute dragon girl, and she finds out, oh shit, there are cryptids that exist everywhere. We just can't see them. And it's super duper fucking cute and adorable, and I love it. And I think it's, I think you can just Google My Dragon Girlfriend, and it'll, it'll be the first result. It's fucking good as hell. Nice. What about you? What you got, Maxie? Well, I actually talked about this on my podcast, Gabe Newell's Rosie Rupee Land, where we talk about cheap and free games that you can play. But I played this game recently from Itch called Witch Way, like W-I-T-C-H Way. It's really fucking good. This way? No, like the like witch, like the hat and the wand. Oh, okay. That's why, that's why I spelled it out. Thanks. For spelling that for me. Uh, I'm I'm just falling apart at the fucking scenes here. Maxie, where can people find you online if they want to? I can't imagine why they would, but I am on Tumblr at MaxieSatanOfficial, and I'm on Twitter at MaxieSatan. Uh, I do music. I've uploaded some stuff to PastelHandGrenade.Bandcamp.com and to my Tumblr page. Uh, I'm open for commissions. If you want to find out more about that, contact me on Tumblr or Twitter. Uh, I'm also going to give a quick shout-out to my pal Zach, who also is a musician. Uh, They are at at NLTM underscore on Twitter. They also do commissions. Hit them up for that. Um, And like I said, I do a podcast called Gabe Newell's Rosie Rupee Land, where we talk about cheap and free games. Yeah, I was on that show a couple of while ago. It was a good one. Was a lot it of though? cuts on that one, too. Yeah, it was a yeah. good one. A lot of cuts on that bitch. Anyways, 
So thank you everyone for oh yeah, you can find me on Twitter at GayasLulu or on Tumblr Chiasatanakas.tumblr.com. Uh, check out the sister podcast to this one, uh, The Wonder Yerks, and also uh, my other podcast, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. We also shout out our 5 and $10 a month donors over on our Patreon every episode. So I'm going to go ahead and give a quick shout out to Maxi. Stall for a second. So let me tell you all about, uh, so, hey, what do you call it when... Um, when Trump has the flu, cough, Fifi. What, what do you what do you call? All right, it thank when... you, thank you to our patrons: Michael Kaiser, Sophie, Kit, Paul Bechtel, and Twitter user Sophie Altergeist. We have a poll on our Patreon right now for if you uh, for our next episode. It was going to be this episode because, uh, but then Blair was out of town, so we got uh, we got a poll for which the. You can either make us watch one of the three purges or the strangers pray at night, which I put on there as a joke because I didn't think anyone would choose it over one of the purges. So I want to make Blair watch a purge, but that's the winning vote right now. So if you're if you're one dollar a month donor, give us a give that a vote, please. I don't want to watch the strangers pray at night. <laughs> uh, check us out on 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 uh, Tumblr. No, we don't use our Tumblr. Uh, at forbidding on Twitter, forbidding at gmail.com. Uh, rate and view the show on iTunes if you'd like. And that's going to do it for this week's show. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it. Thank you, Maxi, for being on. Of course, um, it was a treat. Yeah. Uh, I can be... Nope, that's not how we end the show. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, but until then, I'm Sarah. I'm Maxi. Hi. And remember, you can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Good night, everyone. <laughs>